Special episode of the Locked On Sabres podcast. Sabres general manager Kevin Adams makes his first appearance on the pod. Now, just a just a note at the beginning of this episode, we did have ha- did have some technical issues at the beginning. So if it sounds a little choppy for the first thirty seconds, uh, we did reset and we're able to figure it out from there. So a little choppy at the beginning, but here is Sabres general manager Kevin Adams on today's show. <laughs> Locked on Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to the Locked On Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase and making us your first listen every day. And a very special guest here on today's show, we have Sabres General Manager, Kevin Adams. Kevin, appreciate you coming on in, uh, I'm sure, what is one of the busier weeks of the year for you. In fact, maybe the busiest week of the year for you? Uh, it's up there. You know, the draft busy, too. Comparable. Um, so, talking about the plan, and one way I kind of want to think about this is what something you've talked about um, really since you became the general manager is players that want to be here, and you've repeated that, I think, throughout your tenure as GM. And I I wonder about credibility when it comes to that and convincing other players, you know, that want to be here eventually. Maybe you're even experiencing this now with uh, with trade deadline week. Do you feel like the the plan is working to a point where that's going to get easier over time as players that want to be here, that that's going to be an easier thing to accomplish for your team? Well, I think it starts um, with a couple things. One, uh, living the culture that you want to have every day. You can't, you know, words are words. You have to live it. And then word of mouth goes throughout the league um, that, hey, this is an organization that treats people the right way, that cares about each other, that, you know, wants to be um, doing it together. And, you know, that's, so that's, that, that matters. And the second part is um, if you have the people inside your own locker room that truly um, live that and, and are willing to, sign the extensions that you've seen signed. And I think that's pretty powerful. So um, what I'm finding a lot different now than maybe previously um, is that people recognize the talent that's in our room, the excitement, um, how young we are, and, you know, more and more conversations, whether that's with agents or teams, you know, um, about, hey, there's something special that's being built there. And, um, you know, let's talk about that. So I, I do think um, it's real, but you have to earn it every day. And that's what we continue to kind of walk in the building and remind ourselves about. And we have a long way to go. Um, I like where we're at. I like the way we're playing. I like the way we're competing. We're growing. We're learning. And these are great opportunities, what we're going through right now. But, you know, we have to keep pushing. We have a lot lot uh, further levels to move to. And is it busier this deadline being where you are in the standings versus past years? Well, it's not, I wouldn't say it's busier because my, I mean, I can only speak for myself, but the way I like to do things is um, for one, be in every conversation around the league, regardless of maybe exactly your intention in, in that particular year, but just to know the marketplace and what are teams doing or what are teams thinking. And if, if you wanted to go this route, what's the acquisition cost? I think those are just important conversations to be part of. So you're always having those. We really have had those over the last few years, regardless. But I think the position we're in now, um, 
I don't like to, I don't really like to use the line, you know, buyers or sellers or whatever. I just, for us, it's just part of our evolution um, as a team and as a plan, the plan we have in place. And now um, we're always looking at ways to improve our team and do what we think we have to do to get better. But I will stick to the fact that um, I believe you have to draft well. I believe you have to develop your players, retain your players, build around your core, and then round out your team um, with, the right types of deals. And I think right now I really like the way our core is coming together. And, you know, I think one thing that might come up, especially with fans is they see an Alex Tuck injury and think, well, let's go out and get a guy to replace him, get a veteran Um, on on that injury. Actually, in particular, I wonder, you know, your team has been so, I mean, lucky might be one way to put it, but you know, sports science and such in today's world, you can control this a little bit. The forward group, there haven't really been a lot of injuries. So the depth, I guess, to this point hasn't really been tested. And I wonder, not to say that you couldn't make a trade up front, but I wonder if you feel like Vinny Hinostroza and Rasmus Asplen, guys that would play on a lot of NHL teams, not even being able to be in the lineup night tonight, that I wonder if you feel like your team is capable of withstanding a, an injury up front, despite the fact that you hasn't really been tested yet this year. Well, I think I think the important thing with that, Joe, is first of all, you you can't replace Alex Tuck, like just period. The role he plays in our our team, the minutes, the situations, um, he's been tremendous. Um, so you have to kind of understand that now. You yeah, you can go chase deals and maybe I would I'll use the word overpay and you know to do something to plug a hole, and that may be what you you're willing to do. But what I always look at is what is the short-term gain versus what potentially is the long-term cost of doing that. So that's something we talk about. But the, really the bigger point, I guess, for me is that when you look at, you know, our team in our locker room, want to give players the opportunity to elevate in certain roles. We believe in the players that we have inside the locker room. And I mean, the last game would be an example of, you know, Jack Quinn getting a chance to play with, you know, Thompson and, Skinner, Vinny coming up, who we know he's a good hockey player and going um, and playing with, you know, Dylan Cousins. And so um, I think that's really powerful. And we've talked all along about our guys learning and growing and having opportunities when you don't want to, sorry, phone's ringing. Um, You don't want to, uh, you don't want to block that. You know, you want to give those guys, that's how I, I do believe in my heart that our biggest opportunity to take steps is comes internal and the growth that we can have from our own, you know, especially the younger players. Um, And these are great opportunities to do that. It's deadline week. So if you ever got to run to take a phone call, this is the the week to do it. So (laughs) feel free if you have to at any point, this episode of the lockdown Sabres podcast, by the way, more coming up with Kevin Adams brought to you by FanDuel the midway point of the NBA season. Trade deadline a couple days away. Full swing playoff race. You know, if you want to bet against Detroit or Ottawa or New York or any of these teams that are in the playoff race with Buffalo, there's another way where you can bet against them. Become at FanDuel because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That is bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. You can bet on everything. You can bet on under on Cam Talbot saves if you want. Or I'm watching uh, the Islanders in this given game, and I want to bet Matthew Barzell to have less than two and a half shots on goal. Plus, you could, of course, bet NBA. Threes drained. 
point scorers, money line uh, for all of it. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout for the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. It's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Um, so uh, what about what about it actually just on the process overall i i was thinking about this a little bit today i'm i'm fantasy obsessed as I, i'm sure you know a lot of the guys at the station are um and i wonder about everyone knows it's obviously different but the 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 different layers to it like how the process actually works for you um when making trades if i'm making a trade in fantasy i text with the guy he sends me the offer i hit accept on an app and it's done in 3 seconds if you're on the phone with a gm and you hear an offer that you might like, you know, obviously, I mean, maybe I guess you could say yes in the moment, but what are the layers and what are the loops that you go through after hearing, ooh, I kind of like that, but then you have to do such and such? Yeah, the process that we have, Joe, internally is, you know, I think really important because you want to be, there's times where you're up against it and you have to make, you know, critical split-second decisions. That's going to happen from time to time, but the majority of the work is done leading up to those moments and the way we have our process, um, you know, in our hockey operations department is we have, you know, Jeremiah Crow who oversees the pro side from a scouting department. We have Sam Ventura that oversees the analytic department um, and that side. Then we have Jason Carmanos and Mark Jakubowski, different roles within as associate and assistant general managers. Um, so when we have, or when we're working on a trade, typically what I would do is, you know, have the conversation with the other team's general manager, you know, have the information, come back, sit with our group. Uh, maybe, maybe there's trade this player for this player. And then we would break down all of, you know, the, whether it's the scouting notes, the analytics, the mm -hmm. contract, um, then how does that look internally with our own roster construction then maybe that we go back to the other team and say, well, this doesn't work, but we would look at this and it just keeps going. And that's why, you know, I probably your typical fan doesn't understand the amount of time it takes to do sure. a deal is, um, is a lot. And um, sure. these aren't easy, especially in a salary cap world with rules and most teams up against the cap. There's just a lot of logistics that go on for sure. Yeah. That the devil's uh, sharks trade the other day, I was reading about part of the reason it took so long to announce was there were like 10 players in the deal that, that the GMs had to just call just to let them know. So they didn't even find out, you know, via social media. So that's, that's of course understandable. More with Sabres general manager, Kevin Adams in a moment, but first indeed, if you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match assessments and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash locked on offer is valid through March 31st. Go to indeed.com slash locked on to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash locked on terms that apply terms and conditions apply need to hire. You need indeed. 
goaltender. Uh, Craig Anderson's putting up some great production. You know, you've got Lucan and you've got Comrie. I guess, just simply put, would you be open to acquiring a goaltender uh, before Friday's trade deadline? And I'm open to anything if the as long as the 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 deal makes sense for us and we think it makes us better. And but it all comes down to the you know the the player, the person himself, and then the you know the cost and what is what is that cost? So. Um, big picture though, I, I'm really excited about our goaltending. I think Craig has been, you know, tremendous this year. We know where he's at um, in terms of his the age, and we got to make sure that we manage the the minutes and the starts. But I think, um, you know, UPL has taken a huge step in his development, and we want to continue to kind of foster that growth. And that's why we made the decision we made to have three goaltenders on our roster. And you know, Eric is someone that I. I I, we all believe in his unbelievable work ethic and character. And, um, you know, he had the injury, which is challenging, especially for a goalie. But, you know, he's been playing, uh, in my opinion, and since he's got back, he's starting to really find his game. So um, we're fine. But, of course, we'll be in conversations. And then final one for you. I know I already kind of asked you about the forward groups a little bit, but you've spoken up many times about, you know, not wanting to block the development of your young players. And, that I mean, that's happened, right? Like J.J. Paterka, Jack Quinn, like they've, they spent a couple games in the press box, you know, but otherwise they've been here the entire time. And, you know, Lukanen has gotten his games next on that list. I see, I'm not watching the Amherst games night by night. Like some people are, but I'm seeing on Twitter highlights of Isaac Rosine or especially Yuri Kulich. It seems like every night. And I wonder like, is, is it natural to put those two next on the list as guys that you might not want to block because they're already in Rochester? Are they, are they kind of next for that? Yeah, I mean, they're, to me, really, I mean, it's pretty rare at their age um, to see the way, what they're doing. And maybe we got a little spoiled last year with how how good Jack and JJ were in Rochester, especially at the age that they were at. Um, but, but you know, those two have really been good for us. Um, I think they're they're exactly what we're hoping. They're they're getting better every day. Um, you see, Yuri is um, it was player of the week this week, and he's 18 years old. I mean, that's yeah. uh, pretty pretty significant steps that he's taking, and just the details of, of his game. And the coaches have been raving about both those guys and the work ethic. So, no, we think we're really excited about both of them. Um, you know, we won't put a timeline on exactly. We're not going to hold them back when we believe they're ready to take the step. We'll, we'll make sure that um, they're here, but we also aren't going to rush them. You know, there's not, we're not in a position where we have to force them in. Let's just let them continue to grow and get better. And when it's the right time, it's the right time. And then quickly, if you could, just for, for our audience, because it was breaking up a little bit at the beginning of our interview here, uh, Riley Stillman, just kind of a, a summary of why you liked him and why you wanted to bring him into the fold. Yeah, so Riley is a is a player that you know I've watched for a few years now. I think he is um, he brings an element um, that you know we don't have a lot of in the back end, which is you know he's got that physical. He's really hard to play against. He he's uh, very very competitive. Um, he's willing to stand up for himself and his teammates when that's needed. Um, and he just he's just got that grit factor. Um, you know that I think. I think it's good for us. And in terms of, you know, where we are in the season and how critical these games are, I think it was really important that we have another, you know, NHL defenseman on our roster and just want to be careful that, you know, you're from a depth standpoint, um, you're not putting ourselves in a tough spot as we come down the stretcher. So we're excited about Riley. I believe in him. I think he's got a, you know, um, an opportunity for us to really kind of find his game of where, where he was a couple of years ago in Florida. Um, and we believe in him that he'll get there. 
Sabres general manager, Kevin Adams. All right, Kevin, you can go answer that phone call. Uh, <laughs> ringer on the entire week, even at oh, night? Yeah. You're sleeping with night. it on? Even at night, this time of year, night. it's on and on all night. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it rings, so it's okay. Love it. All Good. right, Kevin, thanks again, man. Appreciate yep, us joining care. us. Thanks. See you. Thanks. Bye. All right, our thanks to Sabres general manager, Kevin Adams. We will recap Sabres and Blue Jackets on our next show as we inch closer to the trade deadline, which is coming your way on Friday, and we'll have lots of content for you on Friday. So stay tuned for that here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.